Two. Hello, East Bay Pro fans. And this is the first, the number one, the inaugural podcast of East Bay Pro Wrestling. I'm your host, Maynard Skinner. And uh, we're just, we're doing this. We're trying this out to uh, see how you fans like it. Maybe give you a little insight, a little perception of behind the, behind the scenes, behind the people, behind the wrestlers what they do, how they think, you know, you guys see them in the ring all the time and you see them, you know, online all the time, but you don't ever hear them actually talking and talking as a real person. So with me today, our first guest is Fabuloso Fabricio, the former East Bay Pro Champion, the current East Bay Pro Tag Champion, and WWZ Champion. Fab, how you doing, brother? What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. Hey, don't, don't forget to mention the inaugural Rookie of the Year 2019. Damn. I also won that award. First time. I mean, you got to give it to the right guys. Yeah, well, you're, you're absolutely correct on that one. <laughs> I, pardon me for forgetting that. You're fine, but I'm just very proud of that achievement. You should be. You yeah. should be. Um, so, Fab, uh, when did you get started? I mean, I, I know when you got started. I was, I was here. Uh, yeah. When did you get started pro wrestling? When did you uh, start training? When was your first match? Oh, okay. Yeah, so 2018, it was after my 21st birthday. Um, I kind of knew at that point what I wanted to do, and – um, I kind of realized at that same point that, you know, I wasn't getting any younger, that I needed to, to do it as soon as possible. And uh, I found the right place. And I found the right place. I mean, you know this. I found the right, right place back in 2015 um, in high school. I, I kind of had the idea of like, okay, you know, I was kind of, you know, I was just a boy lost in a dream. Right? right. So I was like, oh, man, we all, I we all were at one time. Exactly. 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 So uh, I had a coach. Um, he was a freshman freshman coach for the football team at Antioch High School, um, and he was a wrestler. His name was uh, Anthony Ferris, Anthony uh, Earthquake Ferris. I know him well. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great guy, man. He's very humbled. And uh, I talked to him one of these days. I was like, hey, you know, I'm kind of interested in this. Do you know where I can start? And uh, he gave me uh, his contact to, to Hellfire, or right? Hellfire. Hellfire, yeah. Hellfire, that's right. And I was talking to him. Uh, he was getting Devil Mountain Wrestling uh, started up here in Pacheco in two, yeah. around 2015. Um, and so, you know, I was, I, you know, I didn't have a car and have a job to provide for it. So I was coming in, you know, just shadowing, seeing how it was ran. You know, I seeing, remember. I right, remember. Right. And seeing what was expected uh, of me as a professional wrestler. And so, um, when I had the opportunity, finally, 21, had a car, had a job. Uh, I wanted to make the investment. And so in 2018, the weekend after my birthday, I just partied hard, celebrated. Nice, and nice. That Monday I came in and I was like, all right, I'm ready to sign whatever you need me to sign. Yep. And I'm ready to start, you know, this journey. Right. I wanted, always wanted as a, as a, as a, as a kid. And, and at that time here at East Bay Pro and at the Academy, our head trainer was Anton Voorhees. Yes. Um, Love the guy to death. The guy is the one of my best friends in this world. 
And uh, I, I can't say enough about the guy, but, you know, he decided at one point to uh, – he wanted to move on to greener pastures and we, we parted and we, we shook hands and we hugged and we, and we're still great friends at this, to this day. But, uh, then came in Rick luxury to, uh, to be the head trainer here. Please, uh, tell me, tell me what the difference was between Anton and Rick that, that really set your career off because, uh, they had two. They have two very distinct styles of coaching. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and you mentioned you know Anton was a great friend and equally as, as you know a great trainer. Yes, you know, he, I agree a hundred percent. He you know taught us this whole psychology of wrestling. He taught me you know how not to 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 work so hard for you know um, for you know for people that. Um, you know, in my side, you know, in my case, you know, I'm much, I'm, I'm like a lar larger man. Sure. Right. And so if I'm working somebody, you know, you know, much smaller than me, you know, not, you know, he, he told me, you know, not, to, you know, make them work for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Make, yeah. them, make, uh, make the smaller guy work for it. And uh, he always taught me that psychology and he always, you know, he always put me on the cardio, man. He was no joke about the cardio. There was, there was these days of no bump Wednesdays. I'm yep. sure a lot of yep. a lot of my uh, classmates remember no bump Wednesdays, where we would do straight up cardio drills. It'd be nothing but that. Um, so he put a lot of um, uh, conditioning into his training, and uh, man, I lost a lot of weight because of that. You know, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> and then when Rick came in, you know, he was teaching us, um, you know, a lot of a lot of moves and where to make them count. Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, and, and he also had specific drills that led into the actual session of that training, you know, so uh, great, great trainers. Uh, I love them to death. And I'm so happy that I got to train with both of them. Right. Now I got right. flavors of ice cream, you know, to kind of, you know, put together, you right. know, in, in the matches. And so you, you got a, you got a scoop of each. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You know, so and it's and it's great, you know. So I, I, I always reflect back on Anton's training. Um and you know, I, I still put I still take what he taught me into the matches I still do today. Nice. Yeah. Good. You should. And, yeah. And you know, uh that that's that if Anton, if you're listening, we uh, that we miss you. Yeah. <laughs> uh there's no bigger compliment that you can give a guy than to say that. And, uh, but so you've had a lot of memorable matches here yes. at, at East Bay pro yes. and WWZ. You've been in a lot of, uh, memorable storylines. You were the champ. You were, you're the youngest champ we ever had. Um, can you reflect a little bit on when we told you, Hey, you're getting a strap tonight, kid. Well, that was a cute, that was just a, a lot of emotions. You know, I started, uh, my eyes started glazing a little bit, you know, so I was, I was just, uh, I was, it was mixed emotions really because I saw all the hard work that I had put in. You know, a little, a little bit of self pride, but yet a lot of fear. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of fear, but you know, with that, you know, a lot of challenges mm -hmm. that I was, I was ready to face. And, uh, I think at that time, there was no one better, you know, I, I was the most polished and uh, like, like I said, you know, I, I worked my butt off every single day. I was coming to training, you know, four times, 
you know, four times a week, at, right. you know, before I even got that strap. And so that's why I felt like that way, because I felt like all of my hard work was just accumulated to this one moment that right. finally, right. you know, they, they see something in me and I got to run with that. And that was a fear, you know, they see something in me. So if I, if I fall with it, I might not get that chance again. But this is where I start. This is where I start building my base as to when, you know, people see me that way. They can be like, okay, let's let's put Fab in that position because he's comfortable with that and right. he's had that experience. And so, it was a great run, man. It was awesome. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the pandemic paused a lot of that momentum. Right. It was the end of the, end of the year of 2000, uh, 2019, mm -hmm. November. Uh, I remember vividly, but um, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so far, you know, in here in 2021. You know, you've uh, you've teamed with Marco Mania, and you guys are money power. Money power, respect. Oh, oh, oh. you got to get that respect. You got to roll the R. That's important. Okay. If you don't roll the R, you can't say it. Oh, You're just saying. I'm. I, my apologies. My apologies, man. <laughs> so give me some respect. Respect. All right, all right. There you go, man. I like that. Okay. Got, well, I see that little roll of the R. <laughs> Um, so now that you're, you're teaming with Marco and Marco's also been trained by Rick Luttry, yeah. um, what I seen and what I know from Rick is that he is one of the, one of, if not the best trainer in Northern California, yeah. in my, in my humble opinion, I agree. not, not, uh, not knocking anybody else out there, but Rick Rick can teach you guys moves that you guys thought you never could do before. Yes. And, you know, once, and, and, and once that starts, the confidence builds, the confidence builds, the confidence builds. And you and Marco have taken that confidence and become money, power, respect. And, uh, you guys have really gone on a terror as of late, and uh, I know you uh, just traveled down south this uh, weekend. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Me and Marco actually went to, to Barstow, California. We went to go wrestle for Destination Six Wrestling. Uh, very. It, it was the first time me wrestling in a six sided ring, so I was. Oh wow! Yeah, nice. I was really trying to see how that how that worked, um, but you know we made it work. Um, it, it was a really fun fun show. Uh, they actually had like a whole balcony. Oh uh, wow! Area. You could walk up the stairs. There was a bar there, so you could get some, some, some drinks. So during the match, we wanted to go get some drinks because we were tired of this. We were tired of them beating us up. We were like, you know what? We're not. This is not worth our time. We were gonna go get some drinks, right. and then Kid Bandit all of a sudden, you know, Kid Bandit just jumps off the balcony onto wow. Marco, me, and you know, is his tag partner Ishmael. And uh, we're going to get back at them for that. Because, okay. All know, right. Good. And we're also going to get our drinks because we never got the damn drinks. Wow. Wow. But, so uh, so yeah, ba basically basically, you went to Barstow, had a nice little road trip, uh, had some fun, met some cool people. Yes. Got to wrestle at a, at a new promotion. Yes. First time. And it was a great experience. And I, I would recommend 100% if you're in Barstow, California. Uh, or just in the southern region, southern California, uh, go check them out. They're a really great promotion. Nice, good. That's good to hear. Um, what what has been some of your most what in your opinion? What was your most memorable match? What's the most? 
What's the match that you personally are most proud of that you walked back into this locker room and went, dude, I just fucking tore my sh- that shit up. <laughs> I want to say the earlier matches I've had um, when I won the, uh, the title uh-huh. um, because there was a lot of emotions there. But the most significant one uh, was just uh, this this um, this uh, past Saturday. Not this Saturday, but the Saturday after, uh, past was the one where me and Marco actually won the tag team titles. Gotcha. With, yeah. Against the Dark Enforcers, the defending champions, and Third Degree. Uh, I felt like at, at that point, I was like the most. I, I was at my uh, um, at my best as I, as I am right now. Right. I right. felt like that was. Man, it was it was awesome because like there was also a uh, crowd there. They were chanting. Right, that was a hot and crowd. And I feel like that like it, it was our time to shine at that point. Me yeah, and Marco, we're only we're only teaming really since May. Before that, the pandemic happened. Uh, we were in glamorous and fabulous, so we were a faction, but we weren't teaming together a right. lot. Um, but you know, we but, but, but we stuck together, right. and that moment meant a lot because. You know, Marco has been working on his crap. Culmination of a lot of work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, I, um, I I know the feeling, brother. Yeah, I know the man. feeling. You know, like as, as you go, you evolve, and you and as you have matches, you you get experiences, um, and you take that, you take it to training, and you know, you. I train as I play, right? And so I'm always training hard, man. Right. And it shows. Right. Exactly. And that. All that, that that moment was just was just accumulation of the hard work, but the evolution of Fabioso Fabricio now in money, power, and respect, and Marco Mania now in money, power, and respect. Right. Uh, it was just um, it was a great feeling. That I mean, that match I was most proud of because we tore it up. Right. The crowd was into us. Right. Um, though we don't like the crowd, but they liked what we gave them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You love you guys. Um, but yeah, and you know it was it was great. And that has to be like my most memorable match, winning the tag titles with Marco Mania. So, the accumulation of all our hard work and the evolution uh, of Fabuloso Fabricio and Marco Mania. So let me ask you this, or uh, excuse me, <laughs> Fab. Uh, we'll cut that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to put that in there, right? <laughs> I, um, so Fab, uh, you started out as a singles wrestler and you've transitioned into a tag team wrestler. Yeah. Tell me the biggest differences in your opinion between your your transition. How what were some of the things that was easy to transition to? What were some of the things that was hard to transition to? Um man, I like I like to shine a lot, you know. Yeah. I like there there's sometimes where like, you know, I'm I kind of want that moment, which kind of know myself, but I, I, I realized in a tag team that I, I got to share those moments um, yeah. with my tag partner. And, uh, you know, I got, I got to also make him look good. Uh, that, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I remember, I remember your, uh, your, your earlier days. You didn't, you like to shine in that ring. You like to be the yeah. man. You like to, and over the last year and a half or so, you've really humbled yourself down yes. to, uh, and it 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 goes along with you know growing up yeah. a bit. When you first came here, you were just a kid. Yeah, 
you know, 21, 21 year old kid, 21 year old kid <laughs> living at home, mommy <laughs> cooking you dinner, mommy washing your clothes, you know, and now how old are you? Well, I wash my own dishes. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you've really grown up a lot and you've grown up here and I've watched, I've watched it and I've told you a number of times, you know, you've really developed into a, a professional. And uh, you're, you know, professional from the time you walk in here, a professional from the time you walk out, and humble as, and I'm, t- I'm telling the people out there, the East Bay Pro Wrestling fans this, Fab is also humble because he is a former champion, a former rookie of the year, and uh, right now a duo tag team champion. He travels across, you know, across the country and down to Southern California to wrestle, but yet he'll still pick up a broom and sweep the floor. He'll still grab a vacuum and vacuum the locker room. He'll still, you know, go into the snack bar and stock the waters. You That's know? actually where I started. You know, that was <laughs> my first job at East Bay Pro was doing a snack out of snack bar, getting the popcorn ready. <laughs> um, yeah, cleaning up the popcorn after and serving um, the fans of East Bay Pro. That man, that was some fun times. I'm not gonna lie. It was also great seeing people like, "Hey, like, when are you gonna, you know, debut? Like, right. we, we mm-hmm. want to see you debut." And 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 that was what I was talking about: the accumulation of all the emotions of right. the evolution of you know Fabricio. You know, not just as a you know a professional wrestler, but as like a human being, right? Really, you know, and yeah, th- yeah, those were some great times. Really serving. Serving the fans of East Bay Pro, so <laughs> delicious popcorn. A1 popcorn. <laughs> Nobody popped popcorn better than Fabricio. Fabricio. <laughs> you know, but uh, uh, no, like like I said, uh, uh, you, you have no problem, even though you've gotten, you're one of the top dogs here at uh, uh, Pacheco Square Garden, a matter of fact, but you have no problem, like I said, grabbing a broom and sweeping up. You have no problem yeah. stocking the fridge. Because you know that, and this is going, you know, just to let all the people out there know, uh, um, there's a lot of wheels that turn in this business to put on a show. And from the, the guy at the door take, you know, taking your ticket uh, to the guy doing the sound, to the guy running the snack bar, to the, to the guy who sweeps up, to the guy who runs the stuff you know, from the announce table back to the dressing room, you know, it, it all, it all adds up. There's no job that yeah, is not important. Absolutely. There's, there's a lot of moving parts right. behind the scenes that a lot of people don't, don't even know. And yes, you know, sometimes uh, it makes it a little bit more difficult when there's like not many people. Right. You know, right. not many people that's like in the building, you know, or anything. Yeah. But, you know, you got to pick up the slack where you can, right. you know? And so like, I, I'm like, I, I, that's where I started, you know. You know that that's where that's really where I started in professional wrestling. My first job was, you know, cleaning up after the shows, making know, popcorn, like exactly making popcorn, selling sodas, selling sodas. Like that's just like that's just like where I started, and it's just like it's just a root grown into me now. It's just kind of second nature for me to do. Um, but yeah, man, like it's just. All right, nice, nice, good story, Fab. Good story. Um. <laughs> So, moving moving forward, uh, what do you think? Uh, 
what do you see in the future for, for yourself here at uh, PSG, East Bay Pro? Uh, what, and what do you see for your future in general in professional wrestling? I mean, how long, how long are you going to take this dream and how far do you, do you plan on taking it? That's a really good question. Well, as in right now, me, money, power, respect, me and Marco, we plan on winning every single tag title there is in NorCal. That's that's just our own right, right now. Yeah. We're gonna show out in every promotion we can, any promotion that would you know love to give us the opportunity. We're gonna show them why like we are the guys and why we are you know could be positioned in that way. And not not only is uh, is it you and Marco, but it's also you've made an addition to the to the team with uh, Poyle Del Mar. Uh, in the corner as well, uh, screaming and yelling at everybody throughout your entire you match. Yeah. Uh, uh, tell us what 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 Poyo Del Mar brings to the table in your tag team. Well, she, well, okay. Well, you know, in our tag team, in our respect, uh, she brings the beauty. There you go. You know, All right. Marco brings. Uh, so it's the beauty, bronze. And um, respect and power. <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she, you know, she brings the fierceness to the uh, to the group. Good, good call. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you know, she's there. What you know, when we need her, and it's and it's great. It's a great addition. You know, it it makes us stand out from all the other tag teams yeah. that are out there right now. Because you don't see, you don't see beautiful, you know, beautiful women going in. You know. With with another tag team here in North right. Carolina right now, you know you don't see that nowadays, and right. uh, it just it's it's a great look, and people love it. Yeah, because when she comes out through the curtain, uh, the the crowd goes freaking nuts. Exactly. You know, but and I've always said I've always said uh, when you get into this business, what makes you different? What makes you different from this guy or that guy or this person, that person, whatever. You know, because we're all dudes in our underwear wrestling in my with masks and capes. In my case, it's a onesie. So. Oh, uh, and the same, <laughs> and the sexy shoulders, right? And the sexy shoulders. I show some skin, you know. Yeah, I got to give the people what they pay for. But you know, <laughs> you you got to have something that sets you apart that makes people on on the drive home go, "Wow, did you see that?" Oh wow! They yelled right in my at me. They pointed at me and yelled at me. Yeah, and that's something that you you've actually spoken on during training. You gotta like make those moments count. Yeah, make those moments count because you know you gotta. Th there's so many moves you can do in a match, and, and the crowd will always see plenty of other moves during the show. Sure, but if there's one specific moment that you create to make yourself, then the, then someone's gonna go home and be like, man. You remember what you know, so and so did. Right. That's great, and that's when that's going to draw them back to, right. the, um, to the show. Well, it's like these people pay their hard-earned money to come here, and we have a lot of we have a lot of loyal customers and a lot of loyal fans that come to East Bay Pro, and they they pay their hard-earned money yeah. to walk through our doors, to sit down and watch us do what we do, you know. And if you can look at them and point at them and tell them, hey, you're the you're number one, or hey you suck, you know, they're going to drive home and they're going to be like, ha, ha, Fabuloso Fabricio told me I sucked. <laughs> you know, and oh, we're going to come back next week and we're going to, we're going to really give him the business now, you know? 
and and the not only do you want something to remember the match by, but they want something to remember. I mean, they're just a part of this as we are. Yeah. You know, and, and that's what they pay for. They pay for to be a part of the show. And we want to make we we want to make it about the fans too. Right. Every single time we go there, you know, because we wouldn't be in the position we are, you know, without the fans. So, um, so, but yeah, I mean, like I, I've always said, if if it wasn't for the fans, we're just a bunch of dudes going out there in our underwear and 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 rolling around. Yeah, it, it was just on, like on seeing, a mat, it was just you know? seeing you know like Raw or SmackDown with uh, uh, the virtual screens. Right, it wasn't the same. You right. were trying to draw uh, some audio as well. It just. It didn't. It didn't look good. Um, I don't know. Like, wrestling is just not the same without a live crowd. Oh, one hundred percent. You need the fans there. One hundred percent. It's just a better experience overall. Yeah. You, know, uh, you get that adrenaline in you when you hear the pop. Oh, you know, I, the crowd, I hear you. I hear you. I remember it. But uh, that's why I love being. That's why I love you know our show. The fact that you know the live crowd. Mass uh, requirement, obviously. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fab. This was a great interview. Um, I hope the East Bay Pro Wrestling, the PSG fans, uh, really appreciate this interview with you. And maybe they got a little bit of insight on what makes Fabuloso Fabricio tick. Um, do you have any parting words or parting comments you'd like to say to the, to the fans out there who are listening to this, our inaugural, our inaugural podcast? Uh, do you have anything, any, any last words you'd like well, to say? How home? fitting is it that it's the inaugural podcast and on 2019 inaugural rookie of the year? Well, you gotta you love go. it, you know? Right? That's just, that's it, man. <laughs> Everything, you know, just fits into one to one puzzle. Uh, but to the fans, I'd like to say, you know, thank you all for supporting us. Even throughout the pandemic, um, you should, you, you've shown um, your support. And your loyalty to East Bay Pro, and you know you're still coming to the shows even you know through a pandemic. So we uh, we want to thank you for showing up and also for listening to the podcast today. You know this is actually fun fact my first ever podcast I've ever done. Oh wow, cool! So yeah, this is like the first one. Uh, you know, so this is this is my training for podcasts. So if I've stumbled, if I hit, if I did a little hiccup, that just happens. That happens when you're doing it live, pal. <laughs> Well, Fab, thank you so much for uh, for joining us. And uh, stay tuned, East Bay Pro Wrestling fans, for next week's exciting East Bay Pro podcast.